Welcome to week two of Ear Thoughts with me, Kieran. And me, Harry. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about everything from money and dating um, to a weird conspiracy about Paul McCartney and things we do on our bucket list and a dream holiday. All we right, sound, let's get into we it. We sound but, like that new Open University podcast. I didn't know there was an Open University podcast. Have you not had the adverts? I keep getting adverts for Open University podcasts, and it's like, I know they did one with the Brentford chairman. That's the only one I remember. And Brent? some rapping teacher. We're speaking to my mate. This is gonna that's gonna be my catchphrase. I was speaking to my mate. But yeah. I was speaking to my mate and she said that she looked at this thing and it was that when some girls go on dates, they ask the question if you or I suppose if anybody goes on a date, a good question to ask is if you won the lottery, what would you do with it? Have I spoken to you about this? Have I just done this on the radio show? Because I know I've mentioned this <laughs> on some platform. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's bleeding out into me, but I thought it was really interesting, right? Because, yeah. because it's quite a good question, and you can judge somebody quite well on what they spend their money on. Oh yeah, I'm, I've seen some weird ones. What would you do if you if you won the lottery of about thirty million pounds? What would you spend it on, or not spend it on? I, it depends. Are we talking about right now? Are we talking just in our life? Because I think for me that makes it a bit different. Mm, let's go with right now. Right, right now. Right now, I'd move out. That'd be the first thing. <clears throat> I'd move. I don't think I'd buy a house. Would you just buy like a flat? <clears throat> no, I. I think I'd rent somewhere for a bit, purely because I wouldn't want to buy somewhere but then move. Because yeah. I don't quite know like where I'm going to be with things. There's so, some. Um, there's some new fl- renting flats in um in Loughborough actually called the Gate. It's near where the mill is, right? And there's these new really modern ones. They've got like an underground pool. And I I thought, oh, I'd quite like to like live there. Yeah. So I had a look, and I knew it was expensive because they didn't have any prices on there. They only had the inquire about prices. Oh, you and know. I, I know. Whenever they say inquire about prices, it's going to be out of my price range. Yeah, I I'd look at some of the middle ones, um, that were for sale. I think a two bed was about three hundred thousand. Oh crikey! Yeah, yeah, it's a bit were... expensive for a, a flat in Loughborough, to be honest. Yeah, they weren't cheap. They looked really nice. I I would love to live in one of them, but they were expensive. Yeah. So the first thing you do is move out. Yeah, first thing I do is move out. Don't know where. Um, it'll probably depend on what I was doing. Um, I think as well, like right now I'm searching for a job, so I think I take a bit of time out to work out fully what I want to do before I commit myself to anything. And I think doing that, I'd probably do, since I had some money behind me, I'd do a lot more like voluntary stuff. So I think a lot more radio stuff, because I don't get paid for that at the minute. Um, I'd be doing a lot more of that because I can afford it. Um, I suppose, suppose you might be able to buy like really good equipment for it and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I could really upgrade my setup from a, the cheapest audio interface on Amazon the cheapest laptop on Amazon and a, actually not the cheapest microphone but a decent 
a much better microphone. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I might even move away for a bit. I, I might, I might move to the Caribbean or something for a bit. Experience something somewhere else. Oh, and a car. I get a really nice car. As, would you buy? The question is, yeah. would you buy your really nice car in the UK, or would you wait until you got to the Caribbean? No, I'd buy it in the UK. So I could see you in the Caribbean in a little beach buggy in your shorts, <laughs> always in your shorts, just talk, just going about talking about clothes. My shoes been dispatched. Ooh, I bet you're excited for that. I am. Yeah, Ma- mainly because I know everyone in my house will hate them, <laughs> and it'll be the. I, I don't wear shoes around the house because, like, it, even if I go out the house, I don't wear them. Some when it was snowing um, a couple of months ago. I wasn't even wearing shoes then, to be honest. And when you go to the pub, you just turn up in bare feet. <laughs> oh, socks and sandals. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, I'm, to be honest, I partly bought them just to piss people off. Well, it did, actually, as well. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Spike so, was not happy with them. He was not happy with them. I thought, why not? I liked them. I, I've but, stopped caring what people think that I look like. So you've got £30 million... Pounds. Yeah. And you've moved out into a rented place, and then you've um, upgraded your setup for radios and podcasts, yeah. and you've bought a really nice car, yeah. and you probably have somewhere to live in the Caribbean if you wanted to. Yeah, so I've, I've probably spent, at max, 700k. Yeah, that, that, like a 30 <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be fair, a chunk, I would put a chunk to charity. Um, yeah. And I would pay off my parents' mortgages. Yeah, as well. I think. Yeah, I think I do the same with my um, because I always have this um. I like paying people as much as ironic as it sounds. I do actually quite like paying people back. Yeah. Right. So if anybody goes, oh, you owe me something, I'll be like, oh, right, and I try and get it to them as soon as possible. One thing yeah. I've held is that in the future I wanted to get enough to get. To pay my parents back, basically, for kind of looking after me. Even though yeah. it's, like, it's basically what being a parent is. I still, like, feel quite bad because they could have, if they, they could have done quite a lot more if they hadn't, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I'd invest quite a lot of it, to be honest. Because the issue with that much money is that I don't need that much money at my age at all. Yeah. Because, I mean... I pay off my student debt, and I pay off my parents' mortgages. I'd probably just invest the rest of it on like, I know, property or something like that. And then, yeah, I think you're right. Thirty million is such a large amount of money. You'd just give it away to charities because nobody really needs that much money. Yeah, yeah. I think to be fair, I might buy a company. I buy a company. I mean, a football club. Just because I thought you were going to say a pub. No, I probably would buy a pub as well. And there is a really nice place in Birmingham that I would love to own a pub. Yeah. But they are really expensive. Um But no what what charities would you donate some to? Well, I um I do Movember every year for the last three or four years. Yeah. And every year I donate to the Alzheimer's Society. Okay. Be- because in twenty fourteen my dad's dad got Alzheimer's and then passed away so it's kind yeah. of been something that's been quite quite close to heart for the last for the last six seven years yeah 
Yeah. How about you? Mine would probably go three ways. Part would go to a cancer charity. Uh, because everyone knows someone that's been affected by it. Uh, another part would go to Dementia UK. Because uh, my nan suffered from it before she passed away. And then another part would go to Albion Foundation. Uh, yeah. For obvious reasons. Yeah. I mean... You'd have shot me if you'd have said you were going to give it to, um, I know, like, Birmingham City or Villas. I, I could <laughs> I could live with Birmingham. Villa, no. Is Villa the club that you dislike the most in the world? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wolves would be a close second. Yeah. But no, have, yeah, um... Villa's definitely top. I've too many clubs I I dislike to start going up to start naming them. It it'd be easier for you to name clubs you do like. Yeah. So I like Ireland and I like England, and I like Leeds. I don't totally dislike Man City because I like the way that they play football. I mean, to be honest, a lot of these a lot of clubs, I just I'm so indifferent about. Like yeah. Southampton, I don't care about Southampton. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's like Burnley. I don't particularly care. See, I, I don't like Burnley because they had that um, plane flyover saying White Lives Matter. Oh, was that Burnley? That was Burnley. Oh, yeah, they can get lost there. Yeah. <laughs> but, was um, it Brighton I'm not a fan of, to be fair, actually? Because they had a play that made like a whole racist abuse thing up. Um, about Jay Rodriguez when he was playing for us. I know he doesn't play for them anymore. Yeah. I think he plays for Forest. But talking about football, we might be getting the World Cup. I did hear about this. It was um, England, well, the United Kingdom and Ireland, isn't it? I, I didn't read it fully, to be fair. Um, I saw, because the year is supposed to be all across Europe this year, aren't they? Yeah, with the semi-final and the final at Wembley. So, you know. Yeah, but <laughs> they've said that um, the government have said they might be they wanna they would be willing to have the whole tournament staged in the UK, and that right. they put a bid in for the twenty thirty World Cup. I did hear about this, and I think what they do nowadays is you don't just have one country host the World Cup; it's like a group of countries. So, there's a World Cup. Is it? Um, or is it an Olymp? I think it's a World Cup. Is it twenty twenty six? The I North. Are you talking about the North American? North one? America, yeah. Yeah, something like That's, that. That's um, Canada, the United States, and Mexico. I think. When you think- when you say that, you mean the USA plus a stadium in Canada and a stadium in Mexico. Yeah, because most of it will be based in the United States because yeah. it's just the nature of the United States. Yeah, but. The UK, I think it's the UK and the Republic of, I think it's the FA and the Republic of Ireland's FA. Yeah. Are doing a joint bid. So, so it'll probably be, I don't know, Dublin, Belfast, uh, Glasgow, Edinburgh, London, Manchester. Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. Cardiff. Liverpool. Yeah. We Leeds might just squeeze in there because we're getting a stadium upgrade apparently. We're going to fifty 
odd thousand. Yeah, as much as I hate to say it, I, I think a stadium in Birmingham might get one. And I think it probably would be Villa. Villa, Because yeah. I think theirs is the bigger. Unless Wolves have a bigger one. But I, I don't think, think, I think I think Villa's is a lot bigger than Wolves. Yeah. But there's always um the the one team that constantly I think about it, it blows my mind is the fact that Sunderland have a huge huge stadium, and it's they're in League One. Oh yeah, it's ma- have you seen the comparison? It's absolutely massive. I thought Ellen Road would be right because it is it's like thirty eight thousand and we were in League One, but theirs is absolutely huge. Yeah, I'm bringing it up now. It's something like it's thirty odd thousand, I think. Um. See, I thought it was more than that. Yeah, I, I said 30 or 30, I meant something like 40. Um, so, the rest of the stadiums, you're looking at... 49,000 spe- spectators. Yeah, the rest you're That's looking huge. at 25, 20, 10. To be fair, a lot of these are bigger than the Hawthorns. I'm, I'm looking at them now. Wigan's not far far. Sunderland's is bigger. Milton Keynes, theirs is bigger. Ipswich is bigger. Hall's not far up. Charlton's is just bigger. Sheffield Wednesday got a new manager this week as well. Did did they? Yeah, yeah, they appointed Darren Moore from Doncaster Rovers. Because I know they started on minus... They got Don. The bit that surprised me about that, I was going to go on about how they started on minus six points, but their managers from Doncaster Rovers. Yeah, yeah, Darren Moore. See, Doncaster are doing quite well in League One. I thought last time I checked, I thought they were uh, um, going for playoffs. Yeah, they're sixth at the minute, I believe. But I know they got beat by Sunderland the other week. Yeah, I think which was a big, big game. I think they're on a run of about four winless games. Yeah, I'm having a look at it now. But, lost, 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 draw, but lost. It, it's Big Dave. I trust Big Dave. I would have trusted Big Dave to take us back to the Premier League. But we sacked him for some reason. Well, to be honest, we didn't trust trust Heckingbottom to take us to the Premier League. So. I wouldn't have trusted him. <laughs> well, we well, didn't trust Warnock. We what didn't... I find interesting is Wednesday pointed Pulis at the start of the season. I wouldn't trust Pulis to take care of my dogs. He's a, he's been he's been about for a while, hasn't he, Pulis? Yeah, but he's not been much good for the past few seasons. No. Like, Who did he manage before um Chef Wednesday? Stoke. No, Middlesbrough. He managed yeah. Middlesbrough, then he had about two years out of management. I think before that he was I think he had a bit of time at Stoke after we sacked him. It was either we signed him from Stoke. Or we sacked him, then he went to Stoke. Anyway, to, to draw us away from football for a second, because we could talk about football for for ages. It's practically all we talked about at the pub. Yeah, we, we that, could end up that and a, how much we could drink. <laughs> yeah, we could end up having the full hour and forty five minutes like we did last week about football. Yeah, which was far far too long. But we're just finding our bearings, I suppose. Yeah. But um. This uh, lottery business, right? The reason I bring it up is because it's to do with dating, right? Yeah. And I just wanted to ask you, what is... Let's go with the best date and the worst date you've ever been on. See, the the thing with me is technically they'd be the same date. Oh. <laughs> I, 
Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Technically, I've only ever been on one date, but it was so bad, I don't even count it as a date. Well, we can go on a date, Harry. <laughs> I think the amount It'll probably of ta- be better. <laughs> yeah, I think the amount of times we have been out, it almost classes us one. Yeah, we we go to the pub, just me and you, so so much that on a bad day, you can say that's probably your best <laughs> date. Yeah. No, it was... We we spoke quite a bit. She was a friend's ex, uh, to be fair, but he had been a bit of a, a bit of a Chris Evans to her, bit, oh, bit of a, a door bit of a handle. Chris Evans, I see. Um. So um, and she said uh, he'd never taken her on proper date. So I said, well, how about I take you on one? She said yes for some reason. Um. So I planned it all out. I'd never been on date before. Didn't have a clue what I was supposed to do. Um, so I said to someone at work, well, she, she said, she said, yes, what, what do I do? She said, this and this. So, you... <laughs> she said, yes, what do I do? <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't far off. <laughs> so I, I basically planned a load of stuff and I went and picked her up and he said, I've got an hour and a half and it's like, right, well, I can't do much then. So we ended up. She wanted to go get something to eat, and she just wanted to sit in an Asda car park eating it. And then what I found out later, she went and met up with her ex and did the dirty after that with her. Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound like the greatest date of all time. If no, I'm honest, I, I don't count it as one to be honest. Well, but by. By July, we'll have you out on dates all the time, Harry. <laughs> what What about your moving on from the sob stories? What What have been your best and worst ones? Because um, I guarantee it can't be as bad as mine. I've, um, my best date. The thing is, I have to, I have struggle. Uh, I have I struggle to um. You struggle to, talking about the sounds of it. Yeah, it's um. I promise you, I've not had a gin, but. I struggle to um, determine what classes as a date, right? Yeah. So, but I think the best date I've been on was kind of in autumn last year. Yeah. I I went to Centro Lounge in in Loughborough, which yeah. is really really nice. Yeah. And expensive as well. It yeah, it's a bit pricey, and the thing is, on a date. It's quite old-fashioned, but you do, as a bloke, I do tend to pay for both, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it's just that's kind of the way that you... um. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, I went there, I think I had some wine or something, some red wine, and it was quite... I think the part of the reason it was the best one is because, A, the location was really nice and it was really nice food. B, yeah. the soundtrack, actually, was amazing. And it was it was in I think it was in the Eat Out to Help. Yeah. That one, yeah. Um. Yeah. So it that, wasn't that wasn't the I, reason you didn't go there because it was half no, price. No, that was just an added bonus. And the reason it was good is because we just kind of, you know, when you chat with somebody and you because dates are quite uh, stressful normally. Yeah. Because you're talking to somebody who you don't really know that well, so there can be like prolonged periods of silence. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why a lot of people that I know that go on dates just tend to get really hammered, which is a particularly poor idea because. I mean, that sounds like a Tuesday evening for me. 
Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like our dates. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just really got along with them, and um, they kept, we kept on making each other laugh, and we found like common interest. So we just ended up talking, and then the reason it's it was classed as a really good date is because by the end of it, a you want to carry on with the date because it was really good, yeah. and b time flies. So yeah. if time, it's the classic if time flies when you're having fun, right? So if I got to the end of this date and it just felt like it, um, it just gone, then I knew it was quite a good date. So that was probably my best one. My worst date, I've be, I've been on some dodgy double dates before, which uh, I went with this girl and her mate, but the two blokes we were speaking and we kind of saying, I don't know, we just. It didn't have to be... They tried to make it really official, right? So we all were going on a double date. We're going to this restaurant. We're sitting and we're sharing, like, wine or whatever. And I think it was at the Basin, right? And the Basin is my favourite restaurant. I think that was my compromise. I'd go if it was at the Basin. Yeah. But it just... I don't know. People started... um, They started talking about politics, right? Ooh, and this is w- okay. one of the things that I try never to talk about yeah, on d- I... dates or and p- because you just ended up falling out, right? Yeah. And I don't have anything against people with different opinions, but not everybody. Uh, people when they so when you, when I say a different opinion, somebody will get really annoyed, right? So I try to keep politics and religion out of it because they're the two things that kind of can harpoon a date. So we're just there talking, and then we start talking about politics. And then there's a five-minute de- debate, we'll call it. And then it's just kind of silent and awkward at the end. Yeah. And then I was just... Um, yeah. And then I just think we paid and went home. And the reason... Like, they're not that big. They're not the best date in the world or the worst date in the world. I have a lot of um, just mediocre dates. But yeah. nothing will compare to the the travesty. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was your, your best yeah. and the worst date over there. Yeah. I don't oh, even think I don't even call it a date to be honest. It's... I'm sure there's better dates and worse dates coming for both of us, Harry. I'm pretty sure I've been on better dates with you. Yeah. Well, we're getting pissed in a pub talking about football. Uh, yeah. That's that's the key to Harry's heart. If you're if you're looking to get there, yeah. <laughs> even that one where we got absolutely soaked when it was raining. Even that was better. Yeah, they just that they just all merged into one because we were there yeah. so often. Yeah. But, but yeah, money and dating. There you go, bam. But the conspiracy this week, yeah, is is it used to be quite mainstream. It's kind of little people have talked about it, but the conspiracy is about Paul McCartney, right? Okay. And the conspiracy is called Paul is dead, right? Yeah. And it's the argument. So Paul McCartney of the Beatles, a band that we both adore, and everybody in the world kind of adores them. Thus, they are the most successful artists of all time. But they argue that Paul McCartney actually died on the 9th of November, 1966. And he was replaced with a lookalike. And the lookalike was a winner of a Paul McCartney lookalike competition, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they think he, he went... He was doing a recording with the Beatles and got angry with them and then left and drove on the M1, crashed his car, was decapitated, right? And they decided not to release this news and to replace him because it'd make the fans too upset. And they nicknamed this new guy, this lookalike, Billy Shears, which is the start of the song 
the cover get by with a little help from my friends. Yeah. Right? It, it says it really high pitchedly at the start, so everybody's like, <gasps> it's him, right? Which is as stupid as the link last week with Pitbull. Yeah. But they they just they did this the thing that often people do with Beatles songs and try and find references everywhere. So first they looked at Glass Onion, the song Glass Onion, and John Lennon says the words or sings the words, Here's another clue for you all, the walrus's pool. Right? Yeah. Not really sure how that explains that Paul McCartney was decapitated, but you know, sure. Um, the other one was Revolution Nine, which is a particularly weird song. Yeah. But if you play it backwards, they think the phrase "Turn me on, dead man" was was said. Okay. And yeah, and in Strawberry Fields Forever, which is a great song, if you play that backwards, apparently it says "I buried Paul." You're stretching so, it a bit. Yeah. Especially so, for saying, if you go back to the 60s when it was recorded, it wasn't as easy to flip the sound from a song as it is now. You yeah. can't just press a button on a computer and it goes backwards. So I thought, well, this, I, I was confused. I was like, how is something this far-fetched got, got um, basically get anywhere? Because it, it became really popular. And the reason was, I looked into it, and it turns out that a guy in America wrote a paper on it, right? Because he heard some rumours, he wrote a paper on it. And then a bunch of American radio stations started started saying that Paul McCartney had died. And people genuinely believed he died, right? And then Lennon came out and basically said, the rumour is insane, but it's actually really good publicity for our new album, right? And that's, that's <laughs> class, classic Lennon right there. So And he was actually right because it led to a massive increase in sales. Yeah, and I, I dug a bit deeper in this theory, and it turns out the replacement of the um, of Paul McCartney by Billy Shears was actually instigated by MI5, right? You, so you they, they thought, yeah, they thought MI5 worked with the Beatles to replace Paul McCartney, who'd been decapitated on the M1, because they were concerned about the Beatles fans' reaction to it, right? Yeah, and so I was reading this. I was thinking, this is absolutely mental. And then it turns out it's had a really big impact. Time magazine in two thousand and nine included it on their ten most enduring conspiracy theories, right? Yeah. And uh, during the nineteen seventies, it became a subject of academic study of sociology and psychology in the United States. They they studied the theory. Because, because of the sociological and the psych- psychological, I don't know, uh, academic that it provide or whatever. Yeah. It also has had influence on other theories. So, there's there's a theory in two thousand three that Avril Lavigne died, right? Okay. And, and she was replaced by somebody called Melissa Vandella, which is exactly the same as his Paul McCartney malarkey, right? Yeah. And. Paul McCartney's been a been around for ages, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, I just it, it's just nuts, right? This is just me. It's a nuts theory. Yeah, no, it, it's out there. It's definitely out there. So, Especially the MI five bit. That, that's yeah. I mean, what are fans going to do? Protest that someone died? Yeah, and I just 
I think the bit that surprised me most about the conspiracy theory, the bit that surprised me last week is that somebody had actually came up with this conspiracy theory about Pitbull, right? Yeah. The, the bit that gets me about this conspiracy theory is how big of a theory it was, right? Because Americans, like American radio stations, have broadcasted this and stuff like that. I yeah. just can't believe that. It, it, it's like you know, a, a small rumor you start, right? Yeah. Or, I don't know. You say something that's not really true, and then all of a sudden it's blown massively out of proportion, oh, and everybody yeah. knows. It's like it's exactly like that, and it, I think that conspiracy is nuts. It, it's bonkers absolutely bonkers so so far in ear thoughts we've heard two conspiracy theories both of which we think are mental <laughs> and both about music yeah Weirdly both enough. about music yeah but i'm sure you'll surprise us next yeah next week you're just gonna say i don't know shakira is actually an alien or some I other one about, crap i had one about shakira Really? Yeah, I can't think Does what it is. I've got it written down somewhere. I do have one about Shakira. But yeah, that's that's your conspiracy theory for this week. Paul is dead. Yeah. Talking about music, I'm debating getting another radio show. I kind of want to do a reggae radio show. A reggae radio? Yeah. As in, would you... Would you... um, Would it be your radio or would it be somebody else's radio? It'd, it'd probably be the same station I'm on at the minute. I'd, prob- yeah. I'd at least pitch it to them. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I've been, I was going through, back through my playlists on Spotify because I don't name any of my playlists. They've just got numbers from 1 to, I think, about, about 65 at the minute. And so I was going through to see what was in there. And I forgot I had a reggae playlist. And I was going through some of the CDs I have and I thought, I've actually got quite a few reggae ones. So I thought, I've probably got enough music to actually do a reggae show. And obviously, a reggae show. Yeah, and obviously I've got a load of time on my hands now as well. You a big fan of reggae? I do quite like some reggae, yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, as long as the music's sort of upbeat, I don't mind whatever it is. So you're a fan of, like, Scar and Two-Tone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the first songs we actually played on our radio show was a Scar song. What Scar song was it? It was by, you wouldn't have heard it, it was by an indie artist. Um, oh, right. We found, well, I found him on SoundCloud when I was searching for music. Um, I think what was the, fir- the first song we actually played was Mr. Blue Sky. That was the first song we ever played. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were listening. <laughs> I was listening. I think that was about the same time that you started talking about those stupid fridges and the stupid places <laughs> that people yeah. put them. And I went onto that. I think it was a Daily Mail website. Yeah. And it was just... <laughs> it was yeah. bonkers. Yeah. It's not got any more sane ever since. Yeah. But it's entertaining. It's really good on a Friday, actually, because you just finished... Like I I'd normally have just finished... Uh, doing university work and I've just yeah. made tea I just want something to relax so I'll have a couple of gins and then I'll listen to it <laughs> yeah it's certainly something that could put you to sleep <laughs> it's um it's yeah it's nice it's nice to listen to yeah it's a, it's a weekly weekly event yeah yeah that that's what we sort of aimed it to be that's what we pitched it as we pitched yeah. it as a light hearted entry into the weekend yeah and I think you definitely fulfil that but you should. Here's the cheeky plug. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we're live from seven till ten pm GMT on three eight two radio, which you can find at www.382radio.online or on the Simple Radio by Streamer app. That's Friday seven till ten pm GMT on three eight two radio. I was um talking to my dad the other day. Yeah, and he's getting on now. Yeah. He's fifty odd. And he often thinks about things he'd want to do before he dies, right? Just and jumping in, when you say 50-odd, does it feel weird to think that you're about half his age now? Well... <laughs> you're not far off half his age. I'm not that far off half his age. I think the thing that scares me about him being 50-odd is that, like I say, his dad died in 2014, mm. and yeah. he died age 70-odd. So that's like 20 years. But, I don't know, my dad is about one of my best friends, so I go to football with him, I just, I spend a lot of time with him, basically, I've got quite a close relationship with him, and I just, I'm really, I'm not sure if anybody could ever be prepared for somebody to die, but you know, it's quite a daunting thing to think about. Yeah, you know? I know what you mean. But also, I am, like you say, I'm nearly half his age. I'm The bit that's scaring me, right, is that I'm going to reach 21 or 20, what's the one, 25, yeah, I'm gonna reach 25, and I'm gonna think, where on earth has like the last 10 years gone? Because I'm already thinking it now. I'm thinking, I've, I've just, I'm no longer a teenager. Where has the last nine years of my life gone? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't quite know that feeling. I've got another five months, seven months, seven months until that. Yeah. Se- seven months eight. to the day, actually. To the day. To the day. Well, watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, bucket listing. I talked to him a bit about it, and he he doesn't have any big aspirations for it. He, I think there's some stuff he wants to do. Like, you know the Scottish... Um, the highway in Scotland? I forget what it's called. It's like the top of Scotland, but there's a road or a, or a track, oh, and he yeah. really wants to go and do that. Yeah. Because he's quite into his classic cars. He owns a... um, Well, he did own a Triumph Spitfire. Okay. And I think he's about to buy a Triumph Stag. Okay. And he really loves it, and he goes out. So he wants to go and do that. And I think he also wants to go do a road trip of America. Yeah. But not of all America. It was just kind of the musical places that he likes. So it'll yeah. be Memphis, Nashville, um, Detroit, places like this. Mm, yeah. And then I was thinking, well, I if I'm, however, I'll like twenty years old now. Will what things do I currently have on my bucket list that I'll actually think will get done, or what yeah. things do I think I actually do want to do before I kick the bucket? Yeah. And, and I, it's really difficult to think about because the basic one is skydiving, right? Yeah. Okay. But I don't want to do skydiving because I'm I'm not scared of heights, but I just don't think it i'd find it that fun i think it's one of the things that you'd like to do but you won't be heartbroken if you don't get to do it yeah like so i'd do it if i was i don't know if if the opportunity came up i'd do it but i wouldn't actively go out and try and do it yeah yeah i think i'd also like to go i'd like to go to all the states in america okay because the thing about America that baffles me, well, that I think is really interesting, is that every state is absolutely different, right? It's a completely mental. Because yeah. 
I've been to New York, and that was completely different to Los Angeles, and then that was completely different to Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee is one of the weirdest places I've been to. It's just such a cultural difference. There's, like, people with guns and stuff. It's absolutely mental. Yeah. But Hawaii's another one. Even though, I know it's an American state, but I really want to go. I just think I'd quite like to go into the culture of it and the surfing. It just looks amazing. I would love I would, to go to Hawaii. Yeah. It and is thinking, very expensive, though. It is very expensive. Same as Iceland. Iceland's quite expensive, but I've always kind of wanted to go there. Yeah, it does look... I want to go to Chernobyl. You want to go to... Re- that is I'm, quite a weird one. I want to go see Chernobyl. Chernobyl and North Korea are two places I really want to go. Just because people don't get to go there. Yeah, The, Chernobyl, the Maldives um... is another one. I really want to go... Have you seen those like floating sea villas? In the Maldives? No. They sound amazing. Yeah, they're, they're like villas. It's out, you know how like the Maldives are a load of quite low-lying islands? Yeah. It's like a really long, sort of winding, um, almost platform. And just off it are villas. And a load of them just have like slides and things straight into the I water. I see. They've got slides. They've got like infinity pools. Yeah. And I just, especially if you had, if you were in a couple or something. Or like two or three a couples. A group of mates. Yeah, they would be yeah. great to go to. They would be great. I also, you know that I spoke last week about that Singapore hotel. Yeah, I'm slowly becoming obsessed with it. I want to go just because, and I think that's advertising working at its best. Yeah. <laughs> last week I thought, oh, I'll have a check, and this week I'm thinking, oh, you know what? It'd be really cool to go there. Yeah, I I quite like to go to Vietnam. Vietnam's somewhere somewhere that's always been quite attractive to me. I think it's. Just- I don't know, experience different... Travel broadens the mind, right? Yeah. And I just think you should try and travel as much as possible. And some people say that they don't have time or they don't have the money, but I understand the money bit a lot more than the time because I think you should just... I I think if you want really want to do something, you can go and do it. The same with anything. Is that yeah. It, and it'll be, I know it's really hard, but if you want something... Nine times out of ten, you can try and get it. Kind of the classic thing you get told as a child is you can be anything you want to be. And you can. you just got to graft for it, you know? Well, I mean, you probably can't be queen. Yeah. I, I always used to come with, the, like, the one that I kept on saying to my dad is, as a 14-year-old, oh, I'll never be the smartest 13-year-old ever. Yeah. Right? Just, just, just to try and get around these things. Or a dog. Know? Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, okay, you're right. I won't be able to be a dog or the queen or the smartest 13-year-old alive. Or the smartest 13-year-old dog that's queen alive. Wow, you've got me there. Or dead, dead, actually. You can't be be any of them dead. Well, you can still be a dog. Just be a deceased dog. Well, no, you you can't. You You can't be a dead dog. I mean... You can try oh, as yeah. hard as you like, but you can't be a dead dog. Yeah, I could be a dead queen, but that would require a bloody military coup and a sex change. Yeah. But that's still up in the air. <laughs> you, you've got many years ahead of you. You can achieve whatever yeah. you put your mind to. Yeah, but like we talk about, oh, we'd quite like to go to the Maldives or Hawaii, but... I think we will. 
is the thing. Yeah. I think we, we'll we we'll get to an age and we'll just think, you know what, let's go just do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, so, I mean, if, if I had more money saved up, especially with leaving my job now, I would spend the next year travelling. Now stuff is starting to, like, get to the end of things. Um, and it might even, I was talking to you earlier, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. I said I might even wait until, uh, like, the sort of time when everything opens up again and just work some part-time jobs in between. It might be that I do that for a year or so, save up some money, go travelling, then come back and do something. So Yeah, it's, um, it's difficult making long-term plans in the current context as well, isn't it? Yeah, especially either like, like you when you're studying for something, or me when you're looking for a job and you don't quite know where you're going to be. Yeah. Like, I could... I don't know each semester whether or not I'm going to be at home or if I'm going to be in Leeds. Yeah, yeah. The f- yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I think all practically all of our bucket list things are going to be travel-related. Yeah. Because well, we are both big on travel. I would like to do some of like, the classic Top Gear challenges. I would like to recreate some of that. Like we we had a plan, a few of me and my friends for this summer. What we were gonna do is we were gonna go from somewhere near us, like all start there, and we were gonna try and all get to the Isle of Wight, but not use maps or sat navs. That's actually, we, sh- I I want to do that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I know. Um, we were we were planning on it, and we've been. I think we're going to do something like whoever was last one there had to pay for the bar bill in the Isle of Wight. Well, if I were against you, I'd I'd pray my life <laughs> that I got there before you because you drink extortionate amounts. <laughs> yeah, I do. That, that bar bill. But yeah, that's a... I think all I do... I've got a vague... Out, Right, this is a blonde question. The Isle of Wight, is that the one between us and Ireland? No, that's one between us and France. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd be stuffed already. <laughs> yeah, the the Isle of Wight's the one that I don't have friends on. Is the Isle of Man the one between us and I- Ireland? Yeah, that's one where I've got right. friends, I've been rubbing it in my face that they can go out and drink. Well, I can go out and drink as well, but by myself... I can't actually do that. That's against the law as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that must be frustrating. It certainly is. I reckon I could get to the Isle of... Isle of... Which one are we going to? White, yeah. yeah. You just... I'd just go down. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, to be fair, it's not too bad, because I pretty much do it when I had to go down to the office, because it is pretty much just Southampton, then on to... I think we were going to do, like, the furthest... I can't remember if we could do furthest south point of the Isle of Wight or furthest west. But it was basically going to be that... Because getting to, like, Southampton, that would be fine. Because you you can do it pretty much two ways. You can either go straight to London, M25 Ring Road, Southampton. Or you can do... That's what I'd do. The way I'd probably do it is Northampton, Oxford, then Southampton. That's where I used to do it for work. How how do you get onto the Isle of Wight? Ferry. Well, so, would you put that in advance, or would you? Um... I don't know, to be honest. I think you can book one for a day, then you turn up. So you can yeah. turn up, and you've got 
um, the ability to do it at any time that day, but I'm not sure. But I think the big thing would have been, once you've got Southampton, you then have to A, work out how to get to the docks, B, work out like getting in the right lane and everything. Then when you get to the Isle of Wight, you've got to work out how to get to the furthest point. And what is the furthest point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, that's quite an interesting... If you if this summer becomes free, it's not that hard to do it. You just get a couple mates together who've got cars and just go for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it would have been great. We also spoke about buying a cheap car um, and trying to take it racing. Because I think we were looking at... Because you can get some like V8 Jags for under a grand. I think we were look, looking at getting one of them, stripping it out, then going on some track days. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, because I, I would. It's like, rate. Have you seen rage rooms going around the US? Like, it's just no. a, it's a room, and you just get a hammer and you smash everything in it. It's kind. Sounds... It's kind of like that. I'd love to get a car and just rip everything out of it. Ex- expensive day out, that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's like playing golf. It's really expensive when you start. But definitely but worth it in the end. This, um... Our, our bucket list being a lot about travelling kind of ruined my next point, which was, where would your dream holiday be? <laughs> Do you think it would be to the Maldives? Maldives is somewhere I really want to go, like, with a significant other. Yeah. I think I've got a load of places I really want to go. Like, I really want to do a lot of Europe. I've not been able to travel a lot of Europe. Um, and I, I would really like to go to the Caribbean as well. Um, I'm trying to think of a standout place. that I think Vietnam's probably like the standout place. Or Hong Kong. I would quite like to visit Hong Kong. It, in a different climate. Environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... So if, if we won the lottery, like we said, would you go on holiday? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, especially after all of this. Yeah. It'd be nice to just get away from things and actually have some time. Like, I know we've had a lot of time to ourselves in this, but time to ourselves where we can actually do what we want. Which is probably nothing at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah in, in this we can't, but... Yeah. I think... I think my dream holiday is probably still Hawaii, you know? Yeah. I just... I don't know. I watched... Um, I'm a 20-year-old man, and I watched Moana the other day, and it was actually really good. I'll, I'll be honest. I was trying to find stuff to watch on Amazon Prime a couple of nights ago, and I started watching iCarly again. Crikey. that's iCarly is a long, long time ago now. It's coming back. As in, the series is coming back. Yeah. Yeah, they're making a, a new version of it on Paramount. wonder if it would be any good. I'm, I've seen some of the like the teasers for it, and it looks looks a bit cringe, to be honest. <laughs> I think um, Tracy Beaker's come back, hasn't she? Yeah, I saw that. I was really... I, ne- I did just dream this, right? This no, ha- this it happened. has come back. I never watched it as a kid, to be fair. I watched... Well, I didn't choose to watch it. I watched it because my sister watched it. Yeah. And and she, because she was older than me, she obviously got the um, got the TV. Yeah. But I I mainly watch like, the Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. Are pretty good. Yeah. 
uh, M I M I High. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Bear behaving badly. That was always amazing. Definitely. And then my parents upgraded to Disney, so I got the Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. I watch a lot of Simpsons. I think every is it every day at five o'clock or six o'clock on Channel Four. Yeah, or something like Simpsons that. Episode. The Basil and then Sky One. The Basil Brush Show. All day. The Basil the Brush Show was one that show. I watched. Oh, Chuckle Vision. Oh yeah. Chuckle Vision was amazing. Yeah, and Sweet the Sweet Life. That's another one I watched. Yeah, there were um. Easy life back then. You just used to go to go to primary and secondary school. Yeah. Or mainly primary school. Come home. And then watch TV. Come home, I normally play a bit. I yeah, I'd watch TV and then I'd play some video games. Yeah. And then you had like you'd complain about getting one piece of homework a week. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because we we went to the same primary school. I was a year older than you, but yeah, I there used to be like one piece of maths homework a week, and it was just a sheet right with some sums on it. Yeah. And I used to complain all the time, right? And now here I am having to do like independent reading for like. 15 hours a week per module. Yeah. But life was so much simpler back in primary school. Yeah, no, when I was studying for my qualification before I quit, uh, we were we were expected to do 16 exams in three years. And each exam had, I think it was something like 20 modules. And the books that we had to learn, but I think we worked it out. We would have to have done one exam every about two and a half months ish um, to do it in the three years and each book is a good they're probably on average between three and five hundred pages long for the content that's a lot of content yeah I mean the people that have actually stuck with it and full credit to them um, there's a, I think three of them have just done the second exam and we're six months into it. That, yeah. So slowly you get bigger and bigger workloads. Yeah, yeah. Then you think back, you think back to MI High and you're thinking... Why couldn't I have been a spy in high school? I was actually thinking about um, a job in the security services, but I don't think I'd be any good at it. Because I don't, I, I don't speak many languages, right? Yeah. I just think, because I put, I put it in our um, friendship group the other day. Yeah, oh, you which did. One should I do? And everybody was like, oh, you should just keep on doing politics or whatever. I was thinking, yeah, you maybe, maybe you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I think it's because I watched, um, I, no, it's because I've been reading that book, The Pilgrim, right? And I'm, I'm getting into it now. And that's about um, a spy. And it's really, really good. I'd strongly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I never thought I'd be able to do the um, sort of secret services. I've thought about, like, doing security or police before. Um, but I'm not... It's the same reason I don't want to go into politics. I'm not very... Um, I'm not the best people person, like, dealing with people when they're all coming at you. I, I did a bit of time in retail, and it wasn't... Too bad. I thought you were gonna say rehab then. <laughs> no, I've done. I've done. I should have bought you that that drink. <laughs> I've done time. I've done four. You've done time in rehab. <laughs> yeah. I've done. I think 
four years and three or four years in retail, and to be honest, I spent most of the time trying to hide away from customers, or just doing one where they want to ask you things, purely because and I've had I've had so many customers. Now I tell this I tell this on my radio show, which you can listen to seven till ten p.m. GMT <laughs> every Friday on three eight two radio. Yeah, I, I bring out another story pretty much every week. And there's just some people, because especially if you've got a warehouse or something, you will like have the, you'll deal with that customer. Then you'll go into the warehouse and just talk about them to your colleagues for God knows how long. And before you know it, you'll be there for half an hour just talking about really bad customers you've had that day. But trust me, I had some weird ones. See, I think I'm quite a good people's person. I mean, you've been. Every time we go out somewhere, I just end up speaking to random people. Yeah, you bring, you bring so many people into our, onto our table. Yeah. Sometimes it's so weird. Yeah, but just, I um... I can't in scenarios. I can strike up conversations with random people at a bar. I cannot do it. I think because I think it's part of me. It's like, what have I got to lose? I just I just don't really. I don't really mind if things go poorly. Then I've not lost anything, you know. Yeah, but I know what you I mean. I think a lot of our um, see a lot of people I know, including you, actually. Yeah. I wouldn't have known if I hadn't have like put myself in certain situations. Well, we so, we met properly through Spike. Yeah, I mean, I I already knew you, but I yeah. not I I didn't really know what you were doing. Yeah, but we we knew of each other. We went to the pub with Spike. We went to Spoons, didn't we? Yeah. And. We sat there. The thing about that is that we had to speak to each other because Spike ended up going upstairs for like yeah, Spike, ages. Spike went and met someone else who he never introduced us to. Yeah, I still don't know who any of them were. No. Um. Yeah. It, but we just sat downstairs and drank. Yeah, and talked about football. <laughs> yeah. Which is and then I, I I that's right. I went up to that guy that I thought was my cousin. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and I asked him to go. Oh, is your name? Is your name Aaron, or do you know anybody called Aaron? And I, he turned around, and instantly, as soon as he turned around, I realised it wasn't my cousin. Yeah. Because I was sitting there, I was thinking, Harry, that guy looks exactly like my cousin. And you were like, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, it went on for about five minutes, I was thinking, right, Harry, that guy's definitely my cousin. And then I even went outside to try and look through a window. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what, I'll just go and ask him. I went up to him. As soon as he turned around, I was, I was thinking, oh, no. And then I walked back to the table, and I was thinking, Harry, I look like such a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did that on my birthday. There was someone sat on the table, I think it was like two across from us, and I kept turning to, I think it was Emma that was sat next to me. It was either Emma or Bella. And I kept looking at them, and I thought, I'm sure I used to work with that person. And they, they tend to always be, because it was like we were facing one way and their table was facing the other. So was like I could always just see the side of her head. I was looking. I thought, I'm sure I used to work with that person, and I, I did, eventually I gave up trying to work out because I wasn't going to go and look purposely. Um, but then y- you had the great idea of getting people to sing me "Happy Birthday." It right. It was your birthday, and I said to the group, "Shall we sing you Happy Birthday?" Yeah. And then I think it was you or somebody else said, "I only if you can get the tables next to us to sing Happy Birthday." I didn't. And it was somebody said this right. And I think they thought that if if they said that, I wouldn't start singing Happy Birthday. But all that happened was I turned around and asked the other tables, if we start singing Happy Birthday, yeah. will you join in? And they were like, yeah, what's his name? 
So then I just started singing Happy Birthday, and then the, the entire book joined in. Then the entire, the entire book, book joined it. And then halfway through it, I saw that table look over. I saw her look over and mouth to a friend. I used to work with him. So it, it, was, it was the person I used to work with. She never came and wished me happy birthday, to be fair. Small world, actually, isn't it? Because I, um, I was working with my dad on a property, doing up a, um, a gate or some other crap. Yeah, it was a gate. And, yeah, and I... I was like, who, who even owns this house? And it turns out with your dad. Yes, <laughs> it's my family. <laughs> and I was like, what on earth? Yeah. What a, what a small old world we live in. Yeah, and I saw but, I saw you put on your Snapchat store and I thought, I recognise that gate. I, I recognise that toilet. <laughs> no, I, didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't go inside, don't worry. Yeah, I don't think but, anyone was um, living in it at the time, to be fair. No, it's pretty empty. But on that, I think we'll... we'll We'll do the, we'll conclude for this week. Yeah. The outroduction. Yeah. Because we, we have only just found just, out outroduction yeah. is a word. Because just before this, we was, I was we were trying to plan out what we we're going to talk about, and I said introduction, and that, I put conclusion because I'm an essay writer, and yeah. then I was thinking it's not actually it kind of is a conclusion, but and then I thought it's an outro, and then I was thinking, what is outroduction a thing? And you were like, I have no idea. Yeah. Turns out, <laughs> turns it out is. Yeah. It's just. I just you rarely heard an outroduction. Yeah, I've, ne- but anyway. I've never heard anyone refer to it as it, but here it is, I guess. Yeah, here's the out. Thank you for um, listening to Air Thoughts this week. Next week we'll be back talking about probably the same sort of drivel and then a very bad conspiracy theory mixed in. Yeah. So um, it's goodbye from me, and it's and it's goodbye from me.